Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And it's a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, you can visit online at Senior Care Live, L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com, or you can pick up the phone and call 1 800 331 6445. We have an excellent program for you here today. Want to introduce my friend and special guest, Mr. David Wiley. And we have another special guest in studio today, Mary Zayner Bauer. She's the director of donor relations. David is the president and CEO. And David and Mary, thanks for coming on to Senior Care Live and welcome. Thanks, Steve. Good to be here. Hi, Steve. Looking forward to it. All right. And Mary, could you share a little bit about your background and the work that you do at Kansas City Hospice? Sure, Steve. Thank you. I am born, raised, and stayed in Kansas City. I have a bachelor's in social work and um, have worked in healthcare all of my life. I've been with Kansas City Hospice for 14 years. I love working with people to create meaningful ways to support our mission and the people we serve. I've had several family members and friends served by our company. So I understand the impact, the level of care our team provides both personally and professionally. As the director of donor relations, I have the honor of working with our individual donors, creating trusting relationships making sure they know the difference their support makes. I get to hear how they have been impacted by the care we offer and their inspiration to help others. That is excellent. So your role in the organization is really important because you help donors to support the organization. So uh, what does that look like at Kansas City Hospice and why are you so passionate about your work? I mean, you've been here for 14 years, so it must be going well. So could you tell us about that? Sure. I love my job, Steve. 
One of my favorite things is getting to know our donors and making sure the legacy they want to leave is in place and being able to do everything we can on our end to make it happen. I love the opportunity to have conversations with people about what is meaningful to them and then help them develop estate plans to honor their family's legacy. Fun fact, Steve, Estate Planning Awareness Week is October 18th through 24th, through the 24th. So it's a good time to learn why estate planning is so important to our financial wellness and your personal legacy. I've had the privilege like I stated earlier, for 14 years to help people understand how estate planning and plan giving tools can help them not only in life, but to leave a legacy as well. Okay, so Mary, estate planning can feel like an overwhelming topic, I'm sure for many. So let's start with a really simple question. Who should have an estate plan? Great question. The answer is everyone. So if you have a bank account, a vehicle, special treasures like family heirlooms, or even a can of coins, you have an estate. So if you don't want Uncle Sam to say who those things go to, you need to make your wishes known through an estate plan. It's important to take the time to make sure our treasures are distributed in the way we want them. A good estate plan can also help to minimize or avoid state taxes. Well, that's always a good thing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, So, Mary, what's the number one thing that everyone should have? Well, Steve, I'm going to cheat a little bit and tell you three things. A will, an advanced directive for healthcare, which is also known as a living will, and also a living revocable trust. Okay. All right. Well, so you did cheat. So we, we got we got three. <laughs> and uh, so, hey, that's good, though. I mean, that's great information. Tell, tell us about those three items. Sure. Um, first, let me tell you, we always advise people to consult with estate planning professionals, such as attorneys or tax advisors, to determine what works best for them and that the correct language is used. But I'm happy to offer kind of a brief overview. Okay. So for a will... It only becomes effective upon death, specifies how your assets will be distributed. It names an executor to distribute assets, allows for payment of debt and taxes. It can also name a guardian for minor children and can handle other business affairs to settle the estate. Now, here's the deal. Wills wills may go through probate and can be subject to executor fees, legal fees, taxes, and can take a while to complete. So let's talk about living revocable trust. It's the same as a will, except it can also specify how assets will be distributed during life in case of incapacity, as well as after death. Properly funded, the living revocable trust allows your estate to avoid probate thus minimizing the expenses and some of the delays. I I love that idea right there. (laughs) Right. And then uh, last, the living will or advanced directive for health care. This addresses decisions you have made regarding care, as in nutrition, hydration, and resuscitation at the end of life. 
Okay, so that that's the one uh, advanced directive for healthcare or living will that says, I want heroic measures taken. I do not want heroic measures taken. Uh, right. Hook me up to every machine you have. Do not do that, right? And, and so, I mean, that that one's critically important. All three of those are really, really important. So, uh, and, and I can obviously uh, see the importance in all three. So, if, if a person has three items, would you consider that estate plan a complete plan? You know, Steve, I would call it a start, honestly. Um, It doesn't cover every scenario. So um, you might also consider um, who you want by your side to make decisions on your behalf if you are unable to manage your own affairs. So for this, which is a very important conversation to have. So for this, you would need a durable power of attorney for finances So this person has the legal right to manage your property and act as your agent if you are no longer able to manage your affairs. So if you do not have a durable power of attorney for finances, the courts will appoint one and they may select any person as a conservator and there can be expensive reports, audits and costs in the management of your property. So the durable power of attorney for finances is very important, as is the healthcare power of attorney, which authorizes, uh, which names the person you've named to assist your doctors in making healthcare decisions while you may be incapacitated. (laughs) Lastly, the HIPAA documents, those who should receive health-related information about you and your care. Okay, and I don't know about you, but if I can call my own shots, that's, I mean, I would strongly prefer that versus a total stranger choosing another total stranger to A, handle my money and B, uh, make a call on my health care and what may or may not be needed or what will or will not take place. So uh, always better to call your own shots and and drive your own car, (laughs) so to speak. So that's, uh, that's, and if you don't, you are subject to being assigned a total stranger to represent you. And I don't know of anyone who thinks that's a good idea. So, uh, so Mary, what is your best advice for people considering not only how to protect and care for their loved ones, but how to leave a legacy of care for their community? Sure. I think uh, giving through your estate plan is a very impactful way to give, Steve. Some tell me, I don't know what I'm going to need while I'm living, but I'll be happy to share with you what I have left. Others will say, it's important for me that my children see that I gave while living, but continue to do so upon my death. I think it's really inspiring. Um, Many will choose to leave a percentage of their estate to charities. And it's wonderful to have that partnership And it's the best part of my job, making sure we continue to meet the intent of our donors and helping people that want to make a difference in this world. It can really bring peace of mind to have your estate plan laid out. No plans can be changed as we journey through life, but that the assets we have worked very hard for are distributed in the way we want them to be. 
And uh, again, uh, you're calling your own shots, and uh, uh, it's just incredible. You know, many people are helping others during this difficult time, and doing so while updating our state plans, uh, you know, can be a very easy way to make just a huge, huge difference in our community. And uh, there are a lot of resources available, and I would check out uh, kchospicelegacy.org as a great place to go uh, for uh, just a lot of excellent information again that website is kchospicelegacy.org and it's spelled exactly how you think it might be and coming up next we'll have more with david and mary from kansas city hospice and palliative care but first the senior care live question of the week which of the following is part of an estate plan a a will b a health care power of attorney C, a living revocable trust, D, HIPAA documents, or E, all of the above. The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And you can stream this program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com and through the app Odyssey.com. And that's A-U-D-A-C-Y.com. Now back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. It's a great question. Which one of the following is part of an estate plan? A, a will. B, a health care power of attorney, C, a living revocable trust, D, HIPAA documents, or E, all of the above? And the answer is... E, all of the above. And Mary, why is all of the above the correct answer? Well, Steve, all of those documents really are very important to complete an estate plan, as are the living will and the advanced directive for health care or a durable power of attorney and any other wishes you'd like communicated about your estate or your care. All right. Excellent, excellent information. Special guest in studio today, David Wiley, president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And another special guest today, Mary Zayner Bauer, director of donor relations with Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And before the break, we spoke with Mary about the basics of estate planning. And Mary, are there any other things for people to think about when considering an estate plan? Thanks for asking, Steve. I really feel as important as these documents are, conversations with the plan giving or other estate planning professional are just as important. It is important to make plans that feel good, that you feel good about, that also really help the work of a non-for-profit organization. This is very important to us at Kansas City Hospice. And what I think again, is important, and we do at Kansas City Hospice, is to work to develop relationships with those that you have entrusted 
your legacy to. We learn about what is meaningful to them or their loved one and share different opportunities to make an impact on our community. We also stay connected to them and update them about how their gift will make a difference. All right. All right. Excellent. Excellent information. And, you know, David, uh, when we talk about nonprofit donors, you know, sometimes I think people think you need to have the ability to offer these large donations to really make a difference. So uh, I guess one question I have, is, is that true? And if someone could only give maybe 10 or $20 a month, will they still have an impact on the organization at KC Hospice? You know, Steve, I think it's a great question. And the first question you asked is, um, do you need to have the ability to offer large donations to make make a difference? And, you know, every donation makes a difference. So um, somebody who gives 10 or $20 a month, will they have a, an impact? The answer is absolutely yes. You know, $10 adds up to, you know, more than $100 a year. And, and that could help us buy groceries for a family or help make a birthday or a holiday special. Uh, 10 donors who give $10 a month, you know, becomes more than $1,000 a year, which um, that can help pay for care for somebody who does not have the resources to pay. You know, it all makes a difference for our community, for our patients and families that we serve at Kansas City Hospice. It's also important to know that, that most of us, you know, will not have the ability to make regular large gifts, but we still have the opportunity to not only make a difference for a nonprofit mission that's close to our heart, uh, but to ensure that our loved ones are protected and that they're cared for, which I think is really important. Absolutely. And so you made a very, very good point. So, you know, 10 donors, $10 a month, you know, I mean, you know, now we're looking at over $1,000 a year that can provide care for a person without resources. And what the audience needs to know is that, you know, KC Hospice is a nonprofit organization and provides a tremendous amount of unreimbursed care. They don't turn people away. And that that's, a, I think that's a, a huge deal. So 10 to $20 a month, if you have a large gift, that's great as well. But it all makes a big, big, big difference. So, uh, David, what are some ways that you've seen donors make a difference for families? You know, Steve, uh, seeing how much people want to help others, um, you know, especially uh, during the pandemic, it's it's just so inspiring. We've had donors who have ensured that we're able to meet the great need for assistance for our home care patients, providing food, housing assistance, cleaning supplies, even holiday stockings for seniors are so impactful. You know, others who have helped meet the increased need for specialized grief support and mental health services uh, for those uh, who lost someone during the pandemic or whose whose loss was complicated by social isolation or other pandemic related factors. All of these things are happening. Uh, The state of of mental um, illness is, is terrific and people really do need support right now. No doubt about that. And so for our listeners, I want to just back up. You said something. It didn't catch me off guard because I know about KC Hospice. But if you didn't know, listeners, ask yourself this question. What do you think a hospice provider does? Provides compassionate care, provides a tremendous amount of support, provides some medical equipment and supplies, some counseling, a lot of these things. But did you think that a hospice organization provides food for someone? housing assistance, cleaning supplies, and even holiday stockings? 
this is a demonstrable difference between Kansas City Hospice uh, and 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 the. And I'm not throwing anybody else under the bus. I'm just saying that's how good Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care is. Uh, they they are the best. And if you want to reach out to KC Hospice and the awesome team there, 816-363-2600. Or you could also visit online at kchospice.org. And Mary, I imagine you have some similar stories to share. I do, Steve. Thanks for asking. And you know, we the only way we can provide those extra things to our patients and families is through the support of our community. So we're very grateful for that. Recently, I worked with two different donors that were so touched by the care their husbands received. We've had several conversations and together we were able to create a nursing scholarship for one of them and the other uh, provided educational opportunities for our staff. So it was really exciting to work with them and make this happen. Wow, that, so creating a nursing scholarship. So so what is that? Just paying for like education for maybe a nursing student or what, what does that mean? It provided a $1,000 scholarship for Kansas City Hospice staff that want to further their nursing education. Oh, that's excellent. See, I, I love that. And you talk about a gift that will, you talk about, okay, talk about impact on your community and leaving a legacy. That is a gift that will literally keep on giving <laughs> because anytime right. you can invest in people and then they're getting better, uh, they're learning new skills, uh, they're they're having a greater understanding and more effective in their job, guess what? Then other people are blessed by that heightened level of education and capability. So uh, that truly is a gift that keeps on giving and that is part of legacy. That That's it. It's huge. I, Absolutely. I, just, I don't think we could overstate that enough. So again, uh, for more information, you'd like to reach out to our friends at Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.org. And David and Mary, uh, could you hang on just a little bit longer with us through this break? We'd be happy to. All right. All right. Excellent. We'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out our podcast of all of the recent episodes of the program at SeniorCareLive.com and through all of the all of the major podcast uh, platforms out there, Apple, Google, Amazon, all of them, we're there. Just do a search for Senior Care Live and you will find it. All right, back with special guests in studio today, David Wiley, President and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, and Mary Zayner Bauer, Director of Donor Relations with Kansas City Hospice. And uh, David, I imagine you have some similar stories to share about uh, donors and the way that they were able to to impact lives. You know, Steve, I do, and it's a, it's always a great honor to work with folks who are interested in, um, you know, matching a passion that they might have with 
a need that we provide to the community and when they when it gives them joy to to write a check we we love that because we we take it to heart we need it and it helps us do what we do so well i have a couple uh i have a favorite one that actually i keep it close to my desk to be honest it's uh this wonderful handwritten note from um a young person named ava and she wrote me this little note that says hello my name is ava and i'm seven years old I would like to donate this money to this wonderful place because you took really good care of my grandpa, love Ava. And in the envelope was $10 and 27 cents. Oh my gosh. How (laughs) sweet and how special is that? It was uh, quite touching and uh, she drew me a little picture. And so I've, uh, I keep it close by because it's so wonderful. I got to say that that one would have uh, that one would have uh, reduced me to tears. So I, <laughs> that that's incredible. That that's what a what a what a beautiful statement that is. So it, it really uh, it was impactful. And you know, then on the on the, the other extreme, Steve is uh, I, I got this wonderful letter um, from a community member who said, uh, you know, enclosed is a check in memory of of my wife and uh, my son's uh, daughter. Uh, Casey Hospice provides uh, care with extraordinary compassion, dignity, knowledge, and skill. My family and I are really appreciative of your efforts, your fine facility, and most importantly, your love. And I thought it was a beautiful letter. And enclosed in that letter was a check for $36,000. Wow, nice. So, you know, it it comes in um, all all amounts and, and every single dollar counts. It's so important and it's put to good use. And that example, uh, the, his wife was taken care of in their home and then uh, they were transported to the Kansas City Hospice House where that's where she wanted to be at the end. So um, it's always about, you know, making those, those wishes come true. Uh, but this was a, a special response and, and it, it validates the great work that our, our tremendous team does. Both of those stories are fantastic, and it's just a, a, a true tribute to the great work that you and your team and your staff uh, all do, all provide, whether you're out in, in the field, like so in the home, right, in a home-like setting, yeah. uh, whether it's in, a, it's in an assisted living apartment or long-term care community, or if someone uh, transitions to the Kansas City Hospice House, which is a great place, uh, it, it all counts, and, and those, you know, that $10.27, that means just as much as the $36,000 check. It all counts. It really does. It really uh, makes a difference. So, so always so grateful. Absolutely. So that, that's just excellent. Thanks for sharing that. And, and just what great information today about the state planning, as well as some inspiring stories of how donors have made an impact on the mission at Kansas City Hospice. And just as a reminder for our listeners, be sure to check out KC Hospice Legacy dot org kchospicelegacy.org uh, for more information or to get in touch with Mary to discuss different opportunities to give. And so, uh, David, are there other ways listeners can support Kansas City Hospice and uh, help provide end-of-life care and grief support for families in need? You know, Steve, um, absolutely. And uh, the fall happens to be one of uh, my favorite times of year for a lot of different reasons, but one of them is uh, the fact that our signature event uh, is called Sunday Night Live, and it's actually um, tomorrow evening 
um, on October 3rd. And this year, uh, it's an exciting virtual event that can be enjoyed from the comfort of your own home. Uh, there's always an opportunity to participate. So folks can tune in this uh, Sunday, October 3rd at 6 p.m. We have a live stream on Facebook or through uh, a link on our website, which is kchospice.org forward slash SNL. There's no cost to enjoy the program. Um, and if you're interested, uh, there, there's some raffle tickets and some exciting vacation packages. All of them exceed uh, the value of $1,000 or more. Our committee is just tremendous. And um, there's a, a, a way to bid on a variety of silent auction items. And there's going to be some music and some entertainment. And we tell our story uh, uh, just during just a, about an hour. And um, anyway, it's a lot of fun. And it's, uh, it's one of my favorite nights, if not my favorite night of the year, frankly, just because we all come together in this celebration of this incredible organization that I could not be more proud of. So I hope people can join us. All right. That is excellent information. Thank you so much, uh, David and Mary, for uh, being on the program today. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. This has been fun. Yeah, thanks, Steve, so much. Thanks again to David and Mary from Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. Uh, that was great information. I, I love all the estate planning information. And and I'll tell you what, I, I was not kidding. If you have the opportunity Today, right now, while you're in a, a, a sound body and sound mind to state your wishes, uh, you need to do so. If you haven't done this already, you need to do so now. And these documents are, are easy to, to find. And again, you could go, uh, you, you could just contact uh, Kansas City Hospice for more information on this. Or if you're already working with maybe an estate planning attorney, a tax accountant, etc., they may have these documents for you as well that are available but look anytime you can call your own shots that's what you need to do <laughs> because guess what if you don't have this taken care of and god forbid something unexpected happens you're in a wreck you have a sudden health crisis like a heart attack or a stroke or something like that that could you know may possibly leave you incapacitated and you can't speak for yourself well, then guess what everyone has it has to guess they have no idea what your wishes are because you didn't make that publicly known. And if it gets into some of these really messy situations and no one has the legal authority to speak for you on your behalf, guess what could happen? This could go to court and the court could assign some random person that doesn't even know you to handle your financial affairs that's a conservator, conservatorship, and your health care decisions and affairs. That's a guardianship. I, I mean, that's the last thing on the planet that you want to have happen. <laughs> okay, so this is super, super important. I really appreciate Mary for going through all of that information. That was very, very, very helpful. And then David talked about another opportunity, a, a donor opportunity. You know, and when we talked about donor opportunities, look, this all counts. The t what a what a touching story! This little seven year old girl sends a thank you note for taking such great care of her grandpa and ten dollars and twenty seven cents. I'd have been bawling like a baby, <laughs> really. I mean, how touching is that? Another family was just so 
thankful, so appreciative of the hospice care that Kansas City Hospice provided in their house, in their home, right, at home. And, and, then, and then the final days of care at the Kansas City Hospice House that they wrote a check in donation of $36,000. So it all counts, small donations, large donations, and anything in between, it all counts. Uh, now, David didn't make mention of this. I think it's okay to say this publicly. Uh, but Kansas City Hospice, historically, uh, it, it, at least for the, the last several years that I know of, has provided over a half a million dollars a year in unreimbursed care. Like you talked about, housing assistance, uh, stockings for Christmas, food. I don't know of any other hospice provider that does all of that. I, I really don't. They, some may do it, but I, I, I'm not aware of it. That's far over and above. None of those things, none of those things are required as a required you know, requirement of participation to become a licensed hospice provider. Those are not required. That's just the over and above support, over the top support that KC Hospice provides. And so when you're able to bid on, on, on some of these raffle items, right? So buy a $50 raffle ticket and maybe get a six-day, five-night uh, trip to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Or uh, you know, get set up at a lodge uh, out in Sonoma, California, and $1,200 worth of wine, by the way. Uh, that's, that's a great thing to bid on. It's not too late. It's not too late. You could put your bid in today. Uh, Blackstone Hotel in Chicago, uh, Illinois. Uh, Rally Hotel in Denver, Colorado. There's a Chiefs package that's just phenomenal. There's a foodie package. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a trip to Puerto Vallarta. Uh, uh, like I said, a foodie tour, golf trips. Meet me in Aspen. They're, they're shopping sprees. Drinks on us. The show must go on. Gone fishing. There are tons and tons of opportunities just to, to buy a raffle ticket. Throw your, throw your name in the hat. And you might win one of these trips. And by the way, you're helping one of the finest companies in our region, KC Hospice. Give them a visit at kchospice.org. Buy your raffle tickets today. It goes for a great cause. And you might just win a spectacular gift. I'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so we're going to shift gears here a little bit. Uh, for the past few weeks, I've, I've touched on several things kind of leading up to this point here. We talked about when is the right time to move. It's the most commonly asked question I've been asked over the last 19 years operating senior care consulting where we help families through that search and selection process when looking for a senior care community to provide care for an elderly loved one. So the first part of that was, you know, when do you move? What's what's the right time to move? So I, I provided some information on uh, some, of the, some of the things that should at least trigger that conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. And then as a follow-up, that following week, I talked about 
if you've if you've made the decision, okay, yeah, we we need to move. We know we we know when we need to move. Okay, it needs to be you know immediately. Or we're going to be proactive. We're going to move in the next three to six months. Whatever that whatever your situation is. Do you just run out and start looking at places? No, not if you're smart, <laughs> right? So if you took my advice, you need to determine your needs before ever even thinking about doing a search, right? So we talked about determining what level of care you need, what type of care, uh, the payment methods, so how are you going to pay for all of this stuff? What are our location parameters? How far are we willing to travel to get the best care and find the best place, best fit? And then any personal preferences and needs. And then last week, I shined a light on the term memory care. And I explained that memory care is a special type of care for cognitively impaired residents that can be offered at the residential care level of care. It can be offered at the assisted living level of care. And I, I say the level of care is tied to your licensure and what you are authorized to do or not to do, or as far as the, the amount of care that you can provide. Okay, it can also be, memory care can also be found at the home plus level of care. And memory care can be found at the long-term care, that nursing home level of care. That's that highest level of care. It's the medical model. So now I just want to talk about something. Uh, and look, <laughs> If you're driving, please don't wreck. <laughs> All right. You're gonna you might have some sticker shock here. I'm gonna talk about some average costs of all these different levels of care. So let's start off with kind of that entry point. And uh, and you know what? I'm gonna have to update my chart that I usually use for presentations because there's been an uptick in the costs of some of these places. I, I'm, I was really caught off guard just a few weeks ago when I realized this. There's, there have been some recent pretty high, actually tremendous price increases at some places, not all places, but once you see that, they all start falling in line. It's amazing how everyone's similarly priced. So uh, anyway, let's start off at the entry point. If you're going to move from your home to a place, that, that starting point is independent living. It's an apartment with meals, social opportunities, transportation. There is no care provided in an independent living apartment, independent living community. It is not. There's no licensure attached to independent living. Okay, so you can find uh, an independent living uh, apartment complex or independent living community your average cost is any going to be anywhere from around 2500 maybe $3000 upwards to maybe 4500 that's kind of right down the middle and these are usually you know larger nice apartments they're fully furnished most of them most of the at least the newer ones have washer and dryer in the apartment or they may have washer and dryer on the floor just right down the hall from your apartment so uh, th there there's a lot to like here there's no maintenance. You're not paying utilities. If your light bulb burns out, they'll come and fix that. If your dishwasher breaks, they'll fix that, et cetera, et cetera. So kind of let your hair down and relax. Uh, and not even cook. You don't even have to cook all your meals. Although there's a full kitchen in these apartments at Independent Living, uh, they'll, they'll cook at least one meal for your day, maybe a couple meals a day. Might even be able to purchase that third one. But usually people do a little bit of cooking and they get one or two main meals per day. And, uh, and that's, that's nice. 
Okay, so you know, twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars to maybe forty five hundred is right down the middle. You can definitely spend more than that. I'll guarantee you that. Okay, but that's kind of down the middle. All right, the assisted living level of care. That's the one that's just kind of right in between independent living and long term care. That's right down the middle. The assisted living level of care, it's always an assisted living apartment community. You have your own space, although it's generally speaking, it's probably going to be smaller than your space in independent living, but you still have your own space. That's the whole point of it. Studio apartments, one-bedroom apartments, those are the most common. Some places have two-bedroom apartments. So this is a social model that helps you with those activities of daily living, like your bathing, dressing, grooming. They can help you with your toileting. Uh, they can help you with incontinence support to a point. They distribute all of your medications. They manage all of that. They pr- there's a full slate of social activities for social engagement. They provide all of your meals, snacks, hydration. Uh, there's transportation to and from doctor's appointments. Doctors make, they'll make house calls to you at your assisted living community. There's a ton of support there. It's generally speaking, not medically based, more of that social model, but there's a tremendous amount of support. So assisted living is impacted by a couple of things. The size of your apartment. So smaller apartment would pay less than a larger apartment. And then how much care do you need? Someone who's more independent would pay a little bit less than someone who needs a lot of care and support. Uh, so generally, that's how it's how the pricing models work. There are some places with a flat fee for service, which is kind of nice for budgeting purposes. But the bottom line is you're going to be paying in our area somewhere between $5,000 a month to maybe uh, $7,500, maybe $8,000 a month. Uh, that that would cover, I think, the majority of places. And be real careful when you go out and you're looking at average cost. I had a client say, well, we want one of these places that I found. Uh, they said the average cost in Kansas City is 3900 And I said, I'm sorry, I don't know where you got that information, but it doesn't exist. Whoever put that information together is not in touch with the reality of our local market in the Kansas City region. So $5,000 to $8,000 should cover most of the places. And then the highest level of care, long-term care. Uh, Some people will still refer to that as the nursing home. It's the medical model. It provides everything that the assisted living level can, plus full medical care, wound care, tube feeding, IV therapy, full diabetic management, insulin injection, pain management with pain patches, uh, pain management Pumps and injections, and they can get into a lot, a lot of heavier medical care, two-person transfer. So a shared room or semi-private room is going to be anywhere from about $6,500 to about $8,000. Now, the other day I was shocked to find a couple of shared rooms in the Johnson County area at about $9,500 a month. I about fell over. That is a definite shift in the pricing. Right? And that's a little bit outside of the norm. I hope the rest of the market does not follow them. This is getting out of reach and kind of, frankly, out of control, in my opinion. Uh, a private room is going to be anywhere from about $9,000, $10,000 a month, upwards of over $14,000 per month. 
Right. So uh, that those those are and, and like I said, don't wreck your car. <laughs> right. But those are the top. Those are the main three items. And maybe next week I'll talk about a couple of other levels of care in their pricing. I just don't have time today to get into that level, but uh, I'll, I'll follow up with you on that. But those are the that's the average pricing in our market, in our region for independent living, assisted living and long term care. All right, what a great program that was. I really enjoyed that today. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.